The Lord is good. And all the time, you can't escape. Because the brotherly love will surely give you up. As a good Christian, or as a born again, you need to show brotherly love. Praise the Lord. And what is this brotherly love we are talking about? Brotherly love is the type of affection that involves a strong, warm, personal attachment such as to a family, to a family member, or a close friend, or even people you don't know. The kind of strong attachment that you give, we give God all the glory. If you look at John 11, 3, 36, Jesus Christ showed brotherly love when he heard about Lazarus' death. So as a good Christian, as a born again, you need to show that brotherly love in you. Praise the Lord. So we do not pretend to be brothers and sisters. We are brothers and sisters. Matthew 23, 8. That's what he says. Let us pray. I want you to stretch your hand to the altar and pray for those that God has used to pass this message across that God should continue to use them mightily and greatly in his vineyard. So let's open our mouth and pray for them. Father, we bless you for the blessed choosing one that you have used this afternoon. We give you all the glory. We praise you because your message has been passed across that we need brotherly love, that we need to practice brotherly love, that we need to give brotherly love. Father, we adore you. We praise your holy name. As you have used them now, Father, continue to use them in the mighty name of Jesus. As we listen to your message, a sad thing that you want us to know this afternoon. Father, we pray that you will pass the message across in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit of sleeping in Jesus' name. Take glory, take honor in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's clap for those that God has used. I, I, I know that we, all of us, we want to feel brotherly love. We also want to express brotherly love, which the apostles were doing. I remember in Anglican, in those days, we, there's a prayer, I'm sure they are still praying it also. Whenever they want to read Psalm, I think Catholic also practice that. That is glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Then the congregation will respond, as it was in the beginning, he is now, and never shall he be war without end. Amen. The brotherly love that the apostles have expressed at the beginning, so shall it be forever in Jesus' name. Amen. You can discover that as a good Christian, as a, as a born-again Christian, you cannot hide. Because if you are not showing brotherly love to the loved ones, it means you are not, you are not a born-again you have not expressed what God has called you to do. So my message today is tied to brotherly love. What we need to do, we need to exhibit this brotherly love that Holy Church has exhibited. Hebrew 13 says, let brotherly love continue. 
First Peter 2, 17 says, Honor all men, love, the brother, love brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. First Peter 3, 8 also says, Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be peaceful, be conscious. Now, talking about brotherly love. Why do we need brotherly love? Why? And what is the benefit we receive in return when we express brotherly love? These two questions, why and the benefit. If you read the book of John, first book of John, 3, 16 to 24, it says that, it expressed that. As well as first Peter, first Peter verse chapter 1 from verse 22 to 23. It expressed that. First, let's look at the John. First John 3.16. First John 3.16. In this particular verse, Jesus demonstrates Jesus demonstrates what it means to love the brethren by laying down his life for our sin. Because if you read further, you, you will discover that. So Jesus Christ is an example that shows the, is an example that relates what I'm talking about, brotherly love to us. Let's look at 1 Peter verse chapter 1. Verse 22. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tested, tasted that the Lord is gracious who committed no sin nor was deceit found in his mouth who when he was reviled did not revile in return. When he suffered he did not threaten but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Praise the Lord. Can you read verse 22, brother? Verse 22, as first Peter. Yeah. As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If indeed... No. Oh, sorry. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth, through the spirit and sincere love of the brethren. Love one another fervently with a pure heart. So, why brotherly love is required? Brotherly love is important because of who we are. Who we are. That verse 22 says, Since you are purifying your souls in obeying the truth, through the spirit and sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently, with pure heart. The word purify there, the word purify simply means sanctify. As far as you have accepted Jesus Christ as your, your Lord and Savior, your mind, your soul have been purified. And that is, once you have this, you need to exhibit brotherly love. Because we become saints of God. 
and we become ambassador of God. We are God representative. The moment we accept him, and we need to show brotherly love. Praise the Lord. So once you sanctify your mind, once you purify your, your soul, it, this brings you, bring you to the, to, to, to the, to the process of uh, exhibiting brotherly love. Praise the Lord. So the word Christian is saying mean be like Christian. That word Christian means be like Christian. So the apostles of those days, they were with Christ, uh, with Christ when he was on this earth. So as a Christian, we need to behave like Christ. That's what it simply means. As a Christian, we need to behave like Christ. And Christ himself, he's shown brotherly love to everyone. And he's still doing that today. Praise the Lord. So immediately that the apostle received the Holy Spirit, the next thing is that they went into the action and expressed what Jesus Christ has helped them to do. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, he said, Who does not love God does not know, know who does not love does not know God, for God is love. You yourself, you need to know God. God is love. So why brotherly love is important? Brother, because of the spiritual bath. Once you become born again, because of the spiritual bath, the brotherly love is required. If you are saying you are born again and you are not practicing brotherly love, then what can we use to justify that you are really become a born again? Let's look at what verse 23 of that First Peter says. First Peter. That's First Peter 1. Verse 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Praise the Lord. Once you have become born again, we have a new birth, which is characterized by integrity. Pastor Lekan was speaking to, her, uh, to the cell leaders and national leader last week. He was talking about integrity. As a leader, as a born again, people should be able to read from you that, yes, this is true Christian, that this is true follower of Christ. So what this verse is saying is that as, as soon as you become a new birth, you need to practice brotherly love. And that spirit must not be, it, it, that spirit must also be incorruptible. It must be just. And that spirit in you, not just for one time, it must remain forever. Now that you have one face in the church, outside the church you have another face, in the office also you have another face. It shouldn't be. We shouldn't be like flower. If we read that chapter downward, we will see that the scripture mentioned about the, it, give, it, it gives an illustration of a flower. That's verse 24. That oh. it may look good. It may look good, but with time, it will eventually die. So our brotherly love should not be in this way. 
It should be something that remains forever. It should be something that continues forever. It's not something for a season. It's not something for a period. It is forever. Take, for instance, so many things in our life. We, we, uh, let, let me give you an illustration this time. When we are, when we are born, you begin to get older right from the day that you are born to this world. At a particular time, there is something you can do. At a particular time, that thing you cannot do it again. I love playing football in those days. I can leave my food and play football. I remember two years ago, Nigeria organized one friendly match with uh, Malaysia. I, I promise you, I pray, play five minutes, I have to retire myself. <laughs> so, but this brotherly love is not in that manner. It is something that as you grow older, then it has to grow with you. If you don't practice this brotherly love, it will die. It will die. So we need the brotherly love. The thing of the world will pass away. But the practice of brotherly love shall never pass away. And I pray you will not backslide in Jesus' name. Amen. Why brotherly love? Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed, you to do you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more. Praise the Lord. Now, brother, we are going to take it verse by verse. Brotherly love is divinely taught. Again, read verse 9. But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you. I, praise the Lord, brother. I shouldn't be telling you what Paul was telling Thessalonians about brotherly love that he need not to remind them. He need not to tell them. Because of what? Read further. For you, you yourselves are taught by God. The God himself that have called you to be born again has taught you. I shouldn't be standing here telling you about brotherly love. This is something that is already in you. This is something that God has taught you to do. Read. God has taught you to love one another. He has taught you to love one another. And indeed, you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. Praise the Lord. So, the moment you become born again, you automatically have that in you. Because it's part of what you have accepted. It is natural thing for a born-again Christian to have brotherly love. It is not something you begin to practice. Okay, out of my 10 riyadh, let me give one riyadh first. If you have that spirit, you have that one, 10 riyadh, and somebody is in need of 11 riyadh, and you know that that need is genuine, you will give it out. It's not something you begin to practice. Again, in that book of Thessalonians, we move to verse 10 now. Know that brotherly love is to be practically manifested. Read verse 10, brother. 
and indeed you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. Thank you. It has to be practically manifested. You, just, you don't just say that, okay, I'm showing brotherly love. I'm praying for him. Uh, he's in need of uh, maybe some brother is not receiving their salary. You are praying for him. Yes, everybody is praying. But if you have that concern, you see the need, you can show your brotherly love with that little thing that you have. Let's give God a round of applause. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know why I've said this? Because what I've just said is being practiced in this church. I'm privileged to know that at times people will drop envelope in the, in the offering, offering bag, and say, this brother, they will write the name at the back. That means they are showing brotherly love. They don't want to show themselves that I'm the one doing it. But they are doing it. To God be the all glory. And if you are not joined that, please look around. Behind you, in front of you, around you. Who need that brotherly care? When you do it at the right time, it's more acceptable. Not at the late time. Praise the Lord. So that is what Paul was telling Thessalonians. That it has to be indeed, not just believe that you have to do it. You have to practice it. It must be manifested. Not that you feel the love for one another, but you have to practice it. Praise the Lord. If you look at um, 1 John 3, 18. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in indeed and in truth. Yeah, indeed and in, not just in tongue. Not what I'm saying. God has used so many people for my family in this country, in this land. And I appreciate every one of them, those that are still here and those that are not here. You can as well do the same thing. And people are doing it. Praise the Lord. Then, Paul again said, Brotherly love is capable of growth. Verse 10 again. Read it. And indeed, you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. Okay. The version I have here says, And indeed, you do so towards the brethren who are in Macedonia, but we urge you, brethren, that you increase more. More and more. Is, is, that, is that in your own brother? Yes, yes. God and bless you. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more. More and more. What does that mean? Your brotherly love needs to grow. It must get level. It must have cadre. Level one, cadre one, cadre two. Up to managerial level. Even up to presidential level. Praise the Lord. We can do it. Amen. We can do it. Hallelujah. So, having mentioned why brotherly love is required, how do we, how do we acquire brotherly love? I've mentioned one that, number one, we need to become born again. Once immediately you become born again, then that implies that it's already embedded in you. But there are some things that we need to lay aside. First Peter 2, 1. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. Now, we are going to pick them one by one. I will be fast because of our time. 
So we need to lay some things aside. There are some things in our life that we've just heard from those verses. Uh, that verse, 1 Peter 2, 1. Number one is malice. And when we talk of malice, this refers to all kinds of wickedness. Hatred. Feeling a need to see others suffer. That is malice. It means a deep-seated hatred for others. When we have that, it will be difficult for us to practice brotherly love. Don't say, I will pay back with whatever somebody has done with you. Don't pay back evil with evil. When you are do that, you will not have the brotherly love. You don't need to get evil with anyone. If someone is creating problem, just simply walk away. Allow peace to reign. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 20, 22 say, I will recompense evil. Wait for the Lord, and he will save you. Do not say, I will recompense evil. You need to wait for the Lord. He will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. So for us to acquire brotherly love, we need to lay aside, as that second Peter has said, malice. The next one is what? Deceit. That is tricky practice. The, this is, I would say, the quality of being friendled. A person is guilty of this when he's making misleading statement. If you are making misleading statement, you are deceiving people. We need to lay that aside. You might be practicing brotherly love if you are not laying all this stuff aside. The kind of quality you are expecting might not be there. The kind of result that you want to express, you might not receive it. So we need to lay that, lay that aside. We need to lay aside hypocrisy. That is pretense, insincerity. This is a person giving off their judgment from behind the scene or be, behind the the mask, for instance, maybe pastor have given message here. Oh, pastor, what a beautiful message. What a great message. Only for you to get to the car and tell your spouse, that, what a boring message that pastor has given today. <laughs> that is hypocrisy. We need to lay all those things aside. We need to put them aside. When you practice real brotherly love, Get it right. You might be practicing brotherly love. And you are, maybe all these things I'm mentioning, you are not laying them aside. Now you have to examine yourself. Examine yourself. If you are not laying down all those ones, malice, deceit, hypocrisy, you need to lay them aside. So we need to lay aside, what else? Envy? Envy. Yeah, that is jealous. Jealousy. We need to lay that one aside. Do you know this have been, have been around a long time ago? We remember uh, Ken and Abel? So you can imagine how old envy is. It's older than everybody here. But don't allow it to attach to you like a magnet. Don't allow jealousy to attach to you like a magnet if you want to practice a successful brotherly love. Praise the Lord. That's what Peter was saying. They need to lay aside all these things. Jealousy. 
We, even, let, let, me, let me draw you back to the, uh, uh, the disciples. In Luke 22, 24, do you know that they also argue over who will be the greatest? They argue. If you argue with somebody, I'm going to be the greatest, you are going to be the greatest. What, what are you trying to build? Jealousy. So we need to lay every of those things aside. And what else, brother? In the gossip. Uh, and if, old evil speaking. Yeah, evil speaking. I, 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 I take that as a gossip. And what is gossip? A report about the behavior of others. It can be negative, it can be positive. You can talk about me. Brother Francis is a good man. You can be saying something good about me. It can still be a gossip. Because one thing will lead to another thing. One thing will lead. So either you talk bad of people or you talk good of them. Once you talk about people behind, that is gossip. That is what Peter was saying, calling as evil speaking. So gossip is anything you say about someone to harm them. Now, you get the definition correctly now. So if you talk good about somebody, we may not take it as gossip. But the moment you speak something that can harm them, that is gossip. When you talk about something that can destroy the character of a person, that is gossip. So gossiping is an ugly thing. It's ungodly. And it's a dishonest thing that we should just lay aside completely. It can destroy habits. It can destroy life. It can destroy nations. It can even destroy the whole world. We need to lay all those things aside if we really want to practice uh, brotherly love, true brotherly love. So all these things that Peter has listed, if you have any of it, brethren, I appeal to you, please repent and replace them with words that edify God. And as you do so, God will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's listen to what Ephesians 4, 29 to 32 say. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. That summarizes what we should do. What Peter has said in the other chapter that we should lay aside. This Ephesians 4, 29 to 32 have summarized exactly what to do. So when you get home, please read it. Because of our time, I move forward. So, how to have brotherly love? First Peter 2, 2 to 3. As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So, if you really want to acquire brotherly love, you need to des desire the pure milk of that word. I'm not talking of... Uh, the milk sold in a supermarket or hypermarket. I'm talking about the pure milk of word of God. 
When you acquire the word of God, when you study the work of God, it will build more brotherly love in your life. Praise the Lord. And what am I saying here is what Joshua is saying, Joshua 1.8. The book of, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night. That is what Joshua is saying. Many homes today are missing this meek of word. That is God's word in their home. And that is why the brotherly love is not present there. Brethren, let me tell you, there are some homes that the brotherly love is not there between husband and wife. Why? Because they are missing the meek, the meek word of God. You need to study the word of God. That is what will help you. If we desire the pure meek of the world, we will have taste of something that we will never want to turn away. Because whatever you enjoy, whatever you taste that is sweet in your mouth, you won't want to lose it, you won't want to get away from it. So many homes face problems today. The world also is facing problems because they, are, they have never tasted that pure milk of word of God. And that is why this year we have been told to harvest. Last year we have planted, this year we are harvesting. There are some crops also that you can, you, 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 you plant, you harvest. In this case, the word of God, as you, are, as you are expressing the word of God to the loved ones, at the same time you are harvesting. At the same time you are harvesting. You need follow up. And how do you do this also? By showing brotherly love to them. That is the only way that you can have a proper harvest. Especially to the lost one. When you express the word of God to them, when you show brotherly love to them, they will get closer to you. But you, you, are, you want to invest somebody to the kingdom and you are trying to condemn his own faith immediately. You might not be able to plant properly. You need to play along. We used to say in Nigeria that if you want to catch a monkey, you behave like a monkey. Yes. If a monkey is on top of the tree, you need mango tree. You can't reach it. Just pick a stone. Throw it to the monkey. It will pluck one and throw it back at you. But if you are trying to play smart for monkey, it will escape. The same thing goes for those fields they have sent you to, to harvest. Don't be too harsh when you are harvesting. Show compassion, show brotherly love to them. By that time, you'll be able to bring them closer to you. Praise the Lord. So it is called brotherly love because we are spiritually king. Ephesians 2, 19. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Yes, we are fellow citizens in the heart of God. That is why it is called brotherly love. Romans 8, 16 says, The Spirit himself bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. We are all children of God. We should be able to show brotherly love. Brotherly love is a test of spiritual condition. 
Christ ordered it as a new commandment. John 13, 34. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, yes. that, you also, that you also love one another. That is the commandment that Jesus Christ has given unto us. John 15, 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. John 2, 17. These things I command you, that you love one another. So brotherly love is commanded by Jesus Christ. Brotherly love is a test whether we are in the light or in the darkness. So now, begin to examine yourself. You need to find out whether you are in the light or you are in the darkness. First John 2, 9 to 10. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother. Yes, if you hate your brother, you will not show brotherly love. What next? He is in darkness until he, now. He is in darkness. So you need to discover yourself whether you actually in darkness or not. If you hate your brothers, if you hate your sisters, you are in darkness. Read for that. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. Praise the Lord. I believe we are all in the light of the Lord. So brotherly love is a test whether we are reborn of God or not. First John 3.10 The imperative of love. Read for what that. First John 3.10 In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. Nor is he who does not love his brother. Again, love his brother is also there. When I say love his brother, not just brother. Brethren, that's what the Bible is saying there. Sisters and brothers, everyone is involved. So brotherly love is a test whether we are actually reborn of God. Brotherly love is a test of whether we have spiritual life or still are dead. 1 John, again, 3.14. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Because we have brotherly love. He who does not love his brother abides in death. I want brother to skip that, but he still <laughs> read it. So begin now to examine yourself where you belong. Now, how is brotherly love shown? Brotherly love is shown through encouragement. We need to encourage each other. Hebrew 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meetings together that we are meeting here. We have come together to praise God. As some are in the habit of doing, by, but encouraging one another and all more as you see the day approaching. Again, Hebrews 3, 12 and 13 says, I read from NIV. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turn away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, as long as it called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin, deceitiveness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
So brotherly love is shown by encouraging one another. Brotherly love is shown by demonstrate personal interest and care. And we have talked about that when you care for your brother, brethren. Romans 12, 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. By doing this, we, we show brotherly love. If you see somebody that is in sorrow, we need to sympathize with him. If you see somebody that is celebrating, we need to be happy with him. We should not be jealous about him. That is part of how we show brotherly love. 1 Corinthians 12, 25 and 26 say, So that there should be no division in the body, but that its part, parts should have equal concern for each other. Yes, we should have concern for each other. We should have concern. When you have concern for one another, it means brotherly love. Jesus confirmed that whether we, whatever we care, Jesus confirmed that whatever care you are doing for your brother, you are doing it also for him. That's what Jesus Christ is saying. So brotherly love is shown by refraining from gushing. We have talked about that. I'm going to jump that now. Brotherly love is shown by forgiveness. We have talked about that also. You will need to forgive. Ephesians 4.32. We have read it before, but I want you to read it again. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Yes, we need to forgive one another, just as Christ has forgiven us. Now, this brotherly love of a thing, I'm, ha I'm, I'm happy that at the moment we are studying the book of Acts. Can we say it started from the apostle? The apostle, we are able to recognize that during the apostle, this brotherly love grew. Last month while we studied, if I want you to flash your mind back what was happening in the book of uh, uh, Acts 4, what the brothers were doing. Praise the Lord. So let's look at the brotherly love, that is, which is the, one of the hallmark of the early church. Act 2, that is, the brotherly love, you can say, commenced when Peter gave that powerful sermon that was directed by the Holy Spirit. And what happened after? Many give their life to God. And what happened? These apostles, they devote themselves, they devoted themselves in fellowshipping, in teaching, in breaking of bread and prayers. So we must learn how to pray. One thing I want us to know is that maybe this is affecting many of us also. The early church used to pray and fast. But today what do we do? We pray fast. We pray fast. We ask to fast. We see it as a challenge that we cannot fast. So the early church, they pray and fast to get issue resolved. But today, we only pray fast. God will help us in Jesus' name. The apostles, they were very caring. They were caring church. They were, even the local Christian then, they welcomed everybody. They share their resources. 
That is practice of brotherly love. And that's what those Pharisees were trying to do. In last month, we, we discovered that they were saying they are uneducated. The Pharisees were trying to stop them. And that's what the, the report we are hearing from the church kids that we just had. They are trying to stop them. But were they able to do that? No. 3,000 one day. The other day also recorded somewhere 5,000. And let's think about it. Do you think this 5,000 will be from one country? It's similar to our church of many nations. This is an example of the first church. They are of many nations. And still, they don't say because I don't eat biryani. I will not take from this brother. Because they don't eat this other food from the other nation. I will not give. But they do everything in common. Before they can do everything in common, what happened? They have the brotherly love. That is what I'm encouraging us to do today. They share everything. Brethren, sharing is not a natural thing. It is not a natural thing. It is something you need to practice constantly. If you don't do that, I'm telling you, you won't do it. You will not, if, you not, if you are not practicing it, it won't happen. If you want to know that whether uh, sharing is natural thing, for those of us that have more than one children, we discover that if you put a child of three years in the same room and give them one toy, three children in the same room, give them one toy, what will happen? They will fight over it. This one will say it belongs to me. Even when you add one to it, let's say, okay, a sibling now. You have a child, you have bought toy for that child. Then the second child comes. I'm telling you, this, the, second, the first child, we want to lay claim to that toy that is mine. The parents have to step in. So, sharing is not a natural thing. It's something that needs to grow in us. As Paul and Peter have said, praise the Lord. So, the earlier church, they share everything in common. They even sold their land. They sold gold, like we, we are learning now, Acts 5, Ananias and Sapphira. They don't have this brotherly love. That is why they, they pass through the corner, to corner themselves. So with this brotherly love, early church, also, they also have challenges. Don't think you will not have challenges when you practice brotherly love. The early church as well is not that perfect. Like any other churches, they are not perfect. Hypocrisy is there. That's what Ananias and Sapphira have had. That's what they have done. And how did the early church deal about it? With prayers. If you read first, if you read, uh, I think first Peter now. Okay, let's just move ahead. Also, they have their challenges. Part of the challenges of the early brothers. Is conflict. In Acts 6, 1 to 7, there is conflict, but they dealt with it prayerfully. I'm happy we are studying the book of Acts next month. We might be having the opportunity of understanding what I'm saying. There is also racial tension between the Christian, the Jew Christian, and Gentile Christian. But prayerfully also, they dealt with it. 
there is, there is were also division and disagreement among the leaders. Acts 15, 36 to 40, when you read that, you will see the, that. So, and what happened in Acts 15 also led to division that brought about uh, two churches as well. This gospel also spread in that manner. So, brethren, there are a lot of challenges you face when you express uh, brotherly love. But God is there to back you up. God is there to back you up. In the mighty name of Jesus. In conclusion, because I need to skip some things now, Jesus tells us the benefit we receive in return when we possess brotherly love. That's one of the questions I asked from the beginning. 1 John 3. 18 to 21. Quickly, brother. 1 John 3, 18 to 21. Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. This then is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. Because we obey his command and do what pleases him, then whatever we ask for shall be given unto us. That is the reward of practicing brotherly love. Praise the Lord. So let us examine ourselves. Are we focusing on Christ? Or are we Christ self-centered? Are we Christ-centered or self-centered? Are we growing in Christ and his word? Are we serious about preaching the gospel? Are we serious about the assignment of harvest that have been given to us? Are we praying enough? Are we spirit-filled? Are we spirit-filled believers? Are we showing one love and kindness to each other and outsiders? Brethren, examine yourself. 1 John 4, 7. 20 and 21. Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone loves, has Everyone loves has been born of God and knows God. Whosoever claims to love God, yet hate a brother or sister, is a liar. For whoever does, whoever does not love their brothers and sisters, whom they have seen, cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command, and anyone who loves God must also love their brothers. So we need one another. We need one another. I will leave you with Romans 12, 9. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. May God bless his word. Shall we stand as we bring the service to a close?
And if you have your Bibles with you, please turn with me to the book of 2 Peter, chapter 1. And we will read from verse 5. 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 5 onwards. And let me read it out to you right now. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sin. You have heard about God's love today. It came to us in the terms brotherly love. But God is love. Everything that he does, everything that he has done, everything that he does right now, everything that he will do in the future is all around that one word, love. And therefore, what has he told you and me this afternoon? As we listened and as we saw that skit, what has God impressed on your heart and my heart right now? Think about it. Take a moment. You need to talk to God because he's told us to put away certain things. He's told us to put on certain things. And let me refresh your mind. We have been told, because these are God's words, to put away malice, evil talking, deceit, envy, hypocrisy, gossip. Think about it. Think about it. Is that what we did just before we came into the church? But what has God asked us to put on? He has, should, he has said, put on kindness, put on forgiveness, put on godly speech, put on compassion, put on humility, put on patience, put on brotherly love. That's it. That's what God wants us to do. God loves you and me. And God doesn't want to see any one of us lost. But he also wants us to look to him, Jesus Christ. And we need to hero, make Jesus Christ our hero. And see, that's who I want to be like. And everything that Jesus did was love. Talk to God right now. Talk to God right now. Tell him right now, what is it you intend putting away? And what is it that you need to put on? Church, this is not a collective decision. This is an individual decision. Each of us needs to talk to God. Ask God to cleanse us. That spirit of deceit, that spirit of gossiping, that spirit of jealousy, God's got to burn it away from us. God's got to burn it away. You and I can't burn it away. You and I are incapable of doing that. 
but God has got to burn it out of our lives. Talk to God. Tell Him, God, do what you have to. But I can't live with this spirit of envy in me. I don't want to be a gossiper. I don't want to walk the way I have been walking till now. But Father God, I just want to have that spirit of godliness in me. That spirit of brotherly love. Brotherly love which encompasses everything else. Virtue and good language and brotherly kindness and patience and perseverance. All of these are encompassed in those two words, brotherly love. Father God, that's what I want. That's what I want right now, Lord. Church, talk to God. Tell him that's what you want. Because God has said, ask and I will give you. It's not the time for us to be silent. It's not the time for us to be silent because we ask and God says, yes, my child, here you are. And it is he who pours it out upon us. That spirit of brotherly love. Ask God. Father God, give us that love. Father God, may I look upon my brother, my sister, my neighbor, my, my colleague in my office, not with eyes of envy or hate or jealousy, but let me look upon them in brotherly love, Lord Father. Let my words be encouraging words. Let my words be uplifting words, Lord Father. Let my actions be actions that will go and lift somebody up from the miry clay that they are in. Father God, let me look at my unfortunate brother and pick him up in love, Lord Father. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that you have told us that we need to live lives of love. The love that you demonstrated to us. Father God, that very love, help us to demonstrate it, Lord Father. Let it just be part of us, Lord Father. Let it not be tough for us to share that love. But Father God, we just want to share it, Lord. We thank you, we praise you. Thank you, Lord, for ministering unto us this day, Lord. All glory be yours. Father, we thank you for your servant whom you have used this afternoon, Lord Father. We pray, Lord, that you will give more of your anointing upon him, Lord Father. That he will bring to us more truth from your word, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord Father, for every person you used in that skit, Lord Father, who delved into this topic, Lord Father, for us. And Father God, we thank you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will increase their talents, Lord Father. That they will be able to express in just a few minutes, Lord Father, that theme that you want us to know, Lord Father. Father, we commit every one of us into your hands, Lord. We ask, Lord Father, that your presence be with us this day and the week ahead, Lord Father. Father God, help us to remember every day, Lord, brotherly love. And let us look at those around us with that eye of a brotherly love. Father, we give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Church, bless you as we move out, as we fellowship with each other. Newcomers, request you to come just outside the front door. One of our leaders will meet with you.